0: Greetings, cyberspace, and welcome to episode 191 of the Double Density Podcast with your host, Brian and Angelo. Double Density is your home to tick tales and paranormal primers. Now, first things first, Angelo. Last episode, I challenged you to start thinking about what your what an ideal NFT would look like if you were creating an NFT. And so I've kind of gone ahead and created an NFT for you using AI. So I used the, the Dali AI um, tool and I use the terms Angelo Fiorentino Montreal. So we have a whole host of pictures there for you to choose
1: from. Well, they all look like me. Kind of scary. Yeah, it's it's really creepy. And it sort of reminds me of a Andy Warhol piece if you were alive today and uh, sort of sinister.
0: Well, listen, like you're the art history major. Like walk me through some of this. And uh, by the way, we'll be putting this um, up on our, our Twitter and Instagram for people to to be able to view this properly.
1: Well, I mean, if they want to have nightmares. There are a few images in here, specifically the one. So it's it's a square of nine, sort of like the Brady Bunch or a, um. what do you call that thing in Dungeons & Dragons, the, the chaotic good to like... You oh, know, like the, the alignment chart? The alignment chart. It doesn't look like a right. weird alignment chart. It's sort of, yeah.
0: The chaotic evil definitely uh, like, uh, takes the cake.
1: Yeah. It is really creepy. That's all I can really want to say about it. One of them sort of looks like a melted uh, teller from Penn and Teller.
0: Yes, I absolutely agree with that.
1: So there, I, I would choose that one because of my, uh, my, uh, my love of magic. And uh, a teller <laughs> is one of the most uh, learned of magicians.
0: Uh, that is a good word to use right there. Um, I am glad to have shared this moment with you, Angelo. Uh, Thank you.
1: I, I, so I tried to run one for you earlier. Yeah, and uh I the servers getting, were overloaded yeah too much traffic. Yeah.
0: yeah um so speaking of ai though the first thing i want to talk to you about this week is um a guardian article though it's kind of like made its way around other places about a google engineer who has recently um put on leave um or rather like suspended i guess would be the best way of saying it uh due to sharing some industry uh secrets about um where their level of uh, ai is over at google so this guy blake lemoyne Um, has been interfacing with the company's Lambda, so its language model for dialogue applications, chatbot. Um, And he's claiming that it's become sentient and can feel things, which is an interesting contradiction.
1: Well, it feels to me like the plot of a movie.
0: I can definitely see that. And I think that like people have said, it feels like um, the robot from 2001 Space Odyssey, for example. Also, yeah.
1: It is, if it's true, it's really creepy, especially the part where it feels like it doesn't want to die.
0: Yeah. But okay, so let's, 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 take
1: things back, right? Because in
0: my view, and I think if I had to break down the explanation of the way these things think, um, basically it's a series of decision trees, right? It's not actually intuitive
1: thinking. No, and it's making, it's doing its best to seem alive so it does seem alive, but it's actually not. So I I kind of like, the idea
0: of sentience to me would um, um, kind of, uh, I think it bothers me that it's used so widely in this piece and in a lot of the the media sort of reporting on this channel, because i don't see it as being sentient just yet no it's really good programming
1: yeah and i mean at, at saying, a point though how do we realize when something is sentient and when something isn't is it is it a turing test type type i was about deal? to
0: say like let's talk about the turing test right like that is a classic one where you whether or not you can tell that there's a difference between the two
1: so has this thing passed the turing test we don't know right because this we is don't all, know this Google's is all sharing. insider stuff yeah I think it probably hasn't. And that's why this guy was suspended. And that's why this hasn't really come out. He just, I think he's like a loose cannon over there.
0: Yeah. So this kind of reads a little problematic and I mean I get it. so basically the way that this got out was Lemoyne shared a medium article that had a chat transcript of him talking to Lambda and we can link uh, to that in the show notes too but essentially just going back and forth with the robot and having sort of like a high level um, interesting conversation about like thoughts and, and feelings and things like that yeah it's
1: a black mirror episode
0: well I mean it's like the the beginnings of right like that's the flashback sequence
1: yeah yeah to where we are now and there's little dogs chasing us
0: <laughs> uh, probably Your one of favorite my favorite episodes. Yes, yes I know. One I know. of my favorites. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, So also, uh, very interesting that, uh, so LeMoyne's made the news, um, a couple of times in his life. So more recently he, uh, he called a U.S. Senator, a, uh, domestic terrorist in 2019. Um, and so uh daily caller, which is not a good website. No, by I was to you linked me
1: to a terrible website.
0: Uh, but once again, broken clock, uh, right. T- uh, twice a day in that, like they kind of inform, um, us about some of his thoughts and like uh it's really weird that he um and the way that this is written of course is uh, anti-sex worker um anti everything that he stands for because he's described himself as a, a wiccan too um so yeah so he uh aligns himself with the the cult of our lady of magdalene or cool magdalene which is kind of um you know one of these uh offshoots of the way to think about the world not necessarily like a real cult
1: it's a different way of looking at the word cult. It's not uh, like our friends, the Raelians.
0: No, shouts out to the Raelians. I'd love to talk to you. I'd love to see you. Come on over. Uh, I, will- I was in their hometown yesterday. Oh, were you? Did you see anything neat?
1: No, no. Oh, I just, well, all right. I well, I that's a best I drove by the uh, ski plant. And, that's about it. <laughs> and waved. Yeah, and then I went to uh, have a good supper at my mother-in-law's. That's awesome. I did. I. I don't. This is
0: in the show notes. But I went to a drive-in for the first time in years and years. You on quickly Friday. texted
1: me about that. I and was very reminded excited. me that I have never have not been to a drive-in since the movie Jurassic Park. So the original. So ninety three. Ninety three. I remember <laughs> vividly sitting there, very warm, being attacked by mosquitoes, with terrible sound, not enjoying Jurassic Park, even though watching it many many years later realizing oh that was a really good movie i didn't like it because of the surroundings right and the preview before it was for the flintstones and being really sad to say oh (sighs) it's not coming out until 1994 that movie's gonna be awesome it was not uh i had like a childhood
0: crush on like halle berry in that movie i thought uh she was very
1: uh, oh yeah she was she played sharon stone
0: exactly yes uh anyways all that to say really interesting weekend i got okay so the reason why i was so excited to go to the drive-in is because in quebec 98 percent of the drive-ins are in french and i have yeah. no interest in seeing dubbed movie hollywood productions uh so, but it turns out there is a, a drive-in about 20 minutes away 25 minutes away um max max that uh, does english movies on friday so, so i saw top gun on friday and it was very pleasant though the weird thing is, I don't think people understand that they have to turn their they can turn their cars engine off.
1: Yeah, so it does it still work the same way? Even in '93, we had to leave our car the radio on in the car. Yes, exactly. And I remember my brother in law had to leave because the way his Volkswagen Golf's radio was wired, it was one of the uh, aftermarket radios. Remember those? That yeah, was course. a big deal. You know, you'd put in the aftermarket tinted windows, radio. et cetera. Yeah. Yeah. Well, he didn't have tinted windows, but he did have an aftermarket radio because of the way it was wi- wired, it was wired so that his car would have to be on. Right. To, to work. So he'd either have to leave like in the on position or the engine running. Yeah. And we're like, why is your car like that? He's like, I don't know, but it's never come up because I don't normally listen to the radio while yeah. I'm just sitting in the car. So he had to just leave.
0: Yeah, no, it was fantastic. I really enjoyed myself. It was perfect because I went with my wife, and we were able to like talk about stuff openly without having to worry to get shushed or anything. Yeah, and nobody's uh, dirty air coming out of their mouths. No, but it was also very eerie. I have to tell you because I went to the bathroom at one point while well, the movie was on the first movie. So we went to go see. That's top where people
1: film. get murdered at drive-ins.
0: Okay, so but the weird thing is when you leave, it's almost totally silent.
1: That's true because there's just the, all the sounds coming up from people's cars and their windows are probably shut. Exactly, exactly. So it was very, very strange to like
0: go to the bathroom and realize that you don't really hear anything and that you just see a large image on one of the four screens. Uh, so I'm just wondering, Angelo, given the situation, would you want to come full circle and go see the latest Jurassic Park movie at a drive in? That would be really funny. I don't like, there's a drive in.
1: Minutes away from my house.
0: So I wanted to ask you about that. Yeah, because that's the other one that came up, but it seems like they only do
1: French only movies. Yeah, why would anybody do an English movie where I live there? I think there's like 300 English people that live in my town.
0: And you all have a meeting every year.
1: Yeah. Yeah, there's... I mean, most of my neighbors speak English in one way or another, right? (laughs) By force, you mean? No, they, they they speak... They're bilingual, right? But the majority of people in my town are... Uh, francophone and their first language is french so why like there's a movie theater also just across the bridge to uh in another town where it's only french dubbed movies or original french language movies and why would i go watch top gun and dubbed in french like you said it makes no sense so we go a good 25 minutes away to another movie theater which is a very good movie theater so that's great so that's fine but yeah it'd be nice to have a closer theater
0: yeah i would definitely i'm definitely going back but i'm not watching
1: jurassic world three uh uh, with Chris Pratt dubbed in, in, in French. I don't want Mario's voice uh, to be the, the French-dubbed one.
0: Hello? I'm a computer. I'm a computer guy. Everything made out of buttons and wires. Double density. Speaking of things that you got up to this week, though, and you couldn't wait to text me, is that uh, all uh, a bunch of the, the from- software stuff went on sale this week
1: yeah the uh all three dark souls games so after playing elden ring i realized oh i like this type of game a lot i went and finished bloodborne which i had as part of the ps plus collection and i said oh i'll buy dark souls dark souls 2 and dark souls 3 but when i went to look they were all quite expensive dark souls one remastered was still 80 bucks as well as dark souls 3 and dark souls 2 was i think 55 bucks these are the ps4 versions uh i told myself i'll just leave it on the wish list if it pops up for sale maybe i'll buy it and they popped up for sale and they were a good 75 percent off so i bought all three of them for under 80 dollars, tax included so that's pretty good for uh three very big games brian these are the dark souls of video games
0: what happens you text me saying hey dark souls is on sale why aren't you buying it
1: i checked it's not on sale on the switch unfortunately
0: well, also the other thing that was hilarious to me is you say why if they were on sale would you buy them and I said no and you almost incredulously asked me why and I said Angelo I don't actually like these games have you played them though because
1: I didn't think I would like them either I've watched friends play it okay because and I just remember... as
0: an asterisk I mean actual friends not people on Twitch playing it that I'm calling my friends same things when you like uh, like you were in the mention... same room playing yeah like awkwardly when you mentioned that you you heard it from a friend right but really it's just a podcast.
1: Yeah. No, I, so I did not watch people play these in the same room as me. I did watch people play them. And this is going back to 2009 with Dark uh, with Demon Souls and then 2011 with with Dark Souls and telling myself, "Wow, that game looks like it'd be really hard and frustrating and confusing." And it's all that. But now that I've played Elden Ring, I realize I do like these games, Bloodborne as well. And you can see the advancements they've made right since 2011 especially uh, the so-called quality of life improvement with these games because uh there's some really annoying stuff with dark souls uh, probably the worst being having to run back to a boss and then fight through the enemies you had to fight to get to the boss again whereas in elden ring you're right next to the boss usually so you can die and go back and fight the boss and it's not a huge hassle like it is uh, in dark souls but Still, part of the game. I'm enjoying it. It's really hard. And made me wonder. Like, I think this is one of the hardest games I've played. I haven't finished it yet. I have finished Elden Ring. Probably one of the hardest games I finished. What do you feel is one of the hardest games you've finished? Would it be Cuphead? I was thinking... Probably Cuphead,
0: yeah. I'd say Cuphead, probably, yeah. Just based on how much time I've devoted to it and how angry it was making me over and over, Cuphead is definitely at the top.
1: Yeah, Cup... I tried Cuphead a bit. It is really hard, and I feel it's harder than Dark Souls. I mean, um, the pass fail ratio
0: is is quite hard
1: because it's so fast too. You get, you know, you get killed really quick in in Cuphead. It's it's very much a bullet hell, but a cute one.
0: Yes, uh, and like you just learn patterns and things like that. So you learn, or in theory, you're supposed to
1: learn how to beat these bosses um, as time continues. Same thing in Dark Souls, and th- it just you know. Everybody says it's one of the greatest games ever. It is, but there's a lot of flaws in that game. There's less flaws in Elden Ring. Still, some flaws in that too. But there's certain, you know, they say it's it's hard and fair. It is, but sometimes it's not fair. Sometimes you're fighting a boss and the camera kind of gets stuck in the, the like the the geometry of the level and you see nothing,
0: and then you die. Folks, if you're ready to stop hearing about all of the From Software games from Dark Souls to Elden Ring, just feel free to just tweet the Double Density uh, Twitter account or the Angelo Fiorentino Twitter account. So it's either double underscore density or Angelo Fiorentino. Just with the words, no. All caps, no. And we'll Uh, drop it I'm really curious to see if anybody will do that. I'm hoping I'm hoping people do that so that way I get peace of mind. Our listeners get peace of mind. I figured the Elden Ring uh, slash like from software train would like leave the station a couple of months in, but no, this but is no the the, the new we're ones in the, the middle the of June went on sale yeah. middle of June. I'm still hearing about this.
1: And guess what? Uh, uh, we're recording this June 12th. Tomorrow June 13th, the new PS Plus uh, Extreme are they called Extreme? No, Extra and Premium start. And as part of that, you get the Demon Souls remake on PS5, and I'll be playing that too. Oh, that's so much fun to hear about! Can't maybe wait. Maybe I'll to... maybe I'll start talking about Death Stranding, which is again another game I've wanted to play for a while. A Kojima <laughs> production. I feel like all these bizarre need, Japanese. You need a solo games.
0: podcast where it's just twenty minutes of you just rattling um, things that you've thought about while playing on.
1: Well, one more thing before we get off the Dark Souls train, I did actually look up to see how much it would cost to send you a copy of Dark Souls Remastered on Switch. And it's it's like 75 bucks. Yeah, I know it is. And, still, yeah. you, know, you know, I love you as a friend and all that, but I don't want to spend $80 on something that I know you don't really want. If it yeah. was 20 bucks, I would have asked your wife for your address <laughs> and totally shipped it to you.
0: Or if for some reason... Uh, I really wanted to play the game, but didn't have the financial means. Thankfully, that is not the case. But if I did, and I would have that conversation. Of course. So I love how this is like a an episode of gift giving. Like I gave you scary AI based on your name and location. You uh, gave me the gift of not accepting a gift I wouldn't be touching
1: otherwise. Miyazaki wants you to suffer.
0: It's not going to happen. Sorry. Sorry. Uh, last thing to talk about though on the tech section um, is this really weird thing that keeps happening to my sister. So she's been getting ads on social media for booze all week. And I asked her, Catherine, have you looked up booze at all? She goes, no. I'm like, has your husband looked up booze at all? She goes, no. So this is kind of interesting because, um, there's a tweet from last year. That's like making the rounds again, all about how, um, this, uh, guy, this random dude on Twitter uh spent a week at his mom's house and now he's getting ads for her toothpaste brand which is but he, he's interesting. not just a guy he works in it privacy right yes 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 or he claims I just... to <laughs> <laughs> exactly everything here uh no yeah of course uh, so he works in it and privacy and things like that so he's sort of like walking us through what had happened uh so basically there's a lot of geo targeting right and everything that you ever should ever do um is stored you know your financial transactions uh, are married to the rest of your data and you're in a data set that like people can buy. yeah, uh, so they they tend to to target you based on location. and they also tend to target you based on who you're spending a lot of time with.
1: Yeah, and this being last year was when Apple was starting to put in the option to not have any apps track you anymore. And he very clearly says, turn it on if they can, and that's why Facebook and all those all those people are upset because like Facebook is a person. Well, a company is a person, right? Corporations are people. Too. Leg- legally, yes, correct. But yeah, of course. They they want to know what you're doing. And I have a lot of stuff turned off. On my iPhone, I think I have all those privacy features turned on. I have it at the router level here. Obviously, that doesn't help me when I leave the house. But yeah, I see I still see like it still gets past whatever filters I have on there. And I still get weird targeted ads.
0: Yeah, it's it's very uh, disconcerting and strange to like see stuff that I've talked about. Um, privately, like away from my phone, show up in yeah. very odd specific stuff. Yeah. So um, maybe, uh, maybe my phone is listening to me. Maybe it's not. But also, I do like to think that perhaps the, uh, the camera on there is just passively relaying information.
1: It's possible. My, it happens to my wife all the time. She'll, you know, we'll have talked about something a few days ago, and then she'll just come up to me silently, hold up her phone in my face, and and show me an ad for the thing we were talking about that we had never mentioned before. Hadn't mentioned since, all of a sudden. And I, I reiterate, no, our phone's not listening to us. But who would believe me? It really seems like the phone is literally listening to you.
0: The the call is literally coming from inside the house.
1: Oh, yeah. who is phone? So Yeah,
0: exactly. So it's this really uh, strange thing where my sister and her husband, and I assume they're like two-year-old, hasn't been looking up specific brands of booze. Your nephew's already two? Yeah, I know. It's scary. It's scary. So... Yeah, he's uh twenty seven months now as of wow. tomorrow. Well, so, yeah, it's it's fun to know that my infant uh, nephew is not looking. When does uh, you, when do you stop calling uh, a child
1: an infant? Like five? No, like past eighteen months, I think that's when they okay. they go become toddlers. Oh, right. But, okay. I mean, truly, this this ad stuff though is the dark souls of marketing. <laughs>
0: And that is a great way to end uh, the tech side of things here on episode 191 of the Double Density Podcast. Just a quick note though if anyone has had any really, really weird targeted ads directed on you on socials, take a screenshot, tweet it to us, double underscore density. I'm curious to see um, what kinds of weird stuff people have been getting um, uh, on their devices, on their computers, and, and things like that. So I guess we'll just wait and see. Uh, What other weird twists and turns my sister's um, smartphone is taking?
1: You're going to be getting Dark Souls ads. I'm
0: very curious to know if I'm going to get any Dark Souls ads. I don't even know if software would run ads if they even need
1: to. They don't even need to at this point with Elden Ring. They really don't. Perfect, Angel. Let us head on over to the paranormal side of things. Great. So apparently there's a female ghost in this apartment building who thinks I'm attractive. (laughs) Double Density. A programming note. WWDC was pretty boring this year, so we hardly discussed it. And now back to the paranormal section.
0: Double Density. Welcome back to Double Density, and as always, we're switching gears from tech to the paranormal. So the first thing on the docket this week, Angela, is something that's been on everyone's mind.
1: Is it the Dark Souls of the Paranormal? Sort of.
0: Uh, if you've been on like paranormal Twitter at all in the last couple of weeks, you've seen this infamous image uh, taken at the Amarillo Zoo uh, a couple of weeks ago of what may be encrypted. You know, I was looking at that, and then the co- I can't remember
1: if it was in the comments.
0: Okay, don't no, in- don't don't mention the comments just yet. We'll talk about this after.
1: Okay, because looking at it, it can be anything, right? The our mind is made to look at for patterns. So yeah, they talk about animals. Sort of looks like a weird sort of I want to say like fox guy. Is it Star is it the, is it Fox McCloud from the Star Fox series? <laughs> so I tweeted out from the Double
0: Density uh, podcast account on Twitter that I want to name with the Amarillo Teen Wolf. That's a good one. Uh, do you remember that viral hit? What does the Fox say from a couple of years ago? Could be the sequel to that, right? So this image taken around 1.30 on uh, the, hour, the early hours of May 21st, 2020. Of course, it wasn't in the day. No. It displays this like weird uh, thing or person. Very interesting. I it's love how the, the new... city, I love how the Amarillo, like the actual city on Facebook was like, hey, does anyone know what this is? Because I need help.
1: They're they're concerned, right? They, they might have a fox man. In what, in what what dimensions
0: would you want to uh, turn to Facebook for answers? Not this one. Facebook is never the right answer. That is one of the most correct things you've ever said. But Angela, well, you mentioned... no, no. The... Uh,
1: Facebook is the correct answer when you ask the question, what will be the downfall of human society?
0: Oh, correct. Yes. So uh, this is going to take an interesting turn because as you said in the comment section, someone... Uh, gave a really intriguing answer that I think might be the right one. It's the one we're
1: both thinking of where it's somebody giving a piggyback ride to their girlfriend?
0: <laughs> and
1: No. Because that's the one I thought, I'm, when I looked at it again, I thought, oh yeah, that could be somebody giving a piggyback ride to somebody. No, this is going to be even crazier than Angela. So if you head to the Gizmodo
0: article I linked to in the show notes, uh, the first comment is someone pointing out that um, five months ago... Oh, the fur, uh, this, fur coats. On the furry subreddit that some furry costumes had been stolen from Amarillo.
1: Yeah, that's also So people possible.
0: are summarizing that it's either um, uh, uh, people on drugs who have taken these costumes are just weird furries running around. So that's a very interesting theory that I am going to lean into.
1: I, um, I think that's the correct one. The, the first reply to that is that definitely seems like the most likely scenario here.
0: Yeah, uh, I'm sad it's not Teen Wolf, but I will, I will live. Uh, also, I like the piggyback like... answer though. I think that's yeah. really good. Someone said it looked like the Q shaman from January 6th. Remember him?
1: Yes, he's. So, uh, I think they had a picture of him with saying he's out of jail already.
0: Okay, so he might actually be this person, but
1: no, I think the most likely scenario is stolen
0: furry costumes. Thanks, furry subreddit. Uh, this has greatly helped. Uh, I think unravel the mystery of what this is. I hope not, though.
1: I hope it's an interdimensional fox.
0: You would love if that were the case, because then you get to live out your Star Fox dreams. You, uh, which one would you be? Would you be Peppy? Would you be Falco? (laughs) (laughs) Say right. I'd be Atma dog. Good luck.
1: I thought that game was amazing the first time I played it. We're back into video game tech talk, but you know the Super FX chip was incredible. I think I may have mentioned this uh, when
0: we've talked about it countless times before, but it was the first time I heard uh, a voice in a video game. You were like nine years old. It must have blown your mind. Yes, it was great. Yeah, The Super FX chip, pretty cool.
1: Polygons. Who knew?
0: Let's talk about the inverse of blowing our mind. Angela, let us talk about your two favorite acronyms in the world. Are you strapped in and ready? (laughs) It looks like you're strapped in and ready.
1: Could you Uh, not find a a worse thing to show me? So, I'm glad you put that there with no description. I had seen something about this guy, but I didn't realize where it was going. And then you told me to watch it at two X speed, which was pretty funny in and of itself. But he starts talking about no. So UH. let's let's just yeah. Let's okay. just get,
0: who who is he, Angela? Let's start with that, right? Some so. guy
1: named Chris, right?
0: Yes. <laughs> Some guy named Chris. His name is Chris Leto. He used to be in the Air Force, and now he's entered um, the UFO space, but as he likes to call it, the UAP space, uh, which is uh, one of the dreaded acronyms in which we very much dislike here on Double Densey. Uh, and not just that, but he was recently at a UFO symposium, uh, basically uh, making like an investor pitch.
1: He's shilling. For... He's shilling for his 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 guess what NFTs. So a UAP NFT platform,
0: Angelo. And the idea behind this is uh, to gather money in order to launch. Um, satellites in the sky to be able to watch for UFOs.
1: It but it was a terrible presentation. It was, it was awful really bad.
0: So there's a couple of things I'd like to say about uh, Chris Leth first. Um or Chris Letho, sorry, I apologize. First things first, he's only been interested in the topic for about two years, right? So I don't begrudge anyone who is willing. To enter a space and learn about it, but to go from this to that, very interesting. And also, something I don't know if you noticed in the video, but he explained that he first started making YouTube videos about
1: cryptocurrencies and uh, blockchain technology,
0: wasn't getting views, then pivoted to
1: UAPs. Of course. So he seems like an opportunist. He's a retired F-16 fighter pilot, which, of course, UAP enthusiasts will go towards that because he's a trained observer. But as we mm. learned last episode
0: in that unnamed book that I reviewed, just because you're an Air Force pilot doesn't mean that you are any better. Or, but OK, so this is the weird contradiction, because you and I have said Air Force pilots in the past better than the general public, right? Absolutely. In terms of, they are of train trained
1: observers, say. but they're still human beings. They can still make mistakes. And this guy, though, he's using his previous career to kind of he's smart, though. He's figured out a niche. UAP, NFTs. Do you think these will take off? No pun intended.
0: Uh, I don't particularly see so because this is a niche of a niche, right? So the idea of getting UAP enthusiasts to shell out uh, uh, money to put it in their crypto wallets to then buy these NFTs, I don't see it coming. So it's happening on the Ethereum blockchain. So most common wallets can can help you buy these uh, UAP society NFTs. Uh, I don't know if you notice this, but if you visit uapsociety.com and then head on over towards like it's kind two of
1: the point, web 2.0 website, or yeah, is it exactly, web 2. Yeah. 0 now?
0: Web 2.0, but he has an NFT ish picture of Carl Sagan with a huge quote in the middle. <sighs> so that was kind of disturbing to see. So currently there is a GoFundMe going on. Um, what is the irony of GoFundMes for NFTs? Yeah, you you lost me there. Uh, it's just really interesting <laughs> though. Okay, so there are 39, 38 donations, thirty eight backers, right, Angelo? But um, so there's six thousand of the twelve thousand dollar goal raised. Okay, only if there's an anonymous thirty one hundred dollar donation. So it's his own probably, or his mommy. His own or someone he knows, right? And the whole idea behind this is creating a a community, right? So um, there's a Discord server that you can join and get in there and just.
1: Yeah, this is just to make money. There's nothing, there's no interest in any research here. There's nothing going on other than to jump on two crazes right now, two fads, the UAP fad, the NFT fad, put them together. What do you get? You get UAP NFT. So, the
0: the other interesting thing, too, is if you have a GoFundMe or something like I, um, for some kind of endeavor, I would like to know what milestones you need to hit, right? So, I know that he mentioned that like these drones, um, cost like a thousand bucks each pretty much, but that's the only cost that they've sort of associated with this. I would love to know more about what they are paying for with all this money work, like where it's going to go.
1: Brian, I'm at a loss here. These are the two worst things possible. (laughs) Just a a
0: nightmare uh, uh, that you're dealing with right now.
1: And, and he seems, he seems, you know, we always talk about the paranormal hucksters. He's really high up there with a, with a dash of tech bro. Yeah. His, well, at the end he mentions his love of, of, Elon
0: Musk, heavy sigh, uh, you know, who is a very problematic person unto their own rights. And we may do an episode about how Tesla is just a house of cars. We may not, but uh, that'll come in the future. But uh, yeah, it's just there's a lot of signifiers here that make me question the uh, veracity of what's going on.
1: Yeah, there's nothing going on here. I don't think this will lead to anything. This is all money going to line his own little pockets. Did you see the presentation of his satellites going up? It looked like balloons, right? There were balloons? Well, they are balloons, Balloon. yeah. yeah. They're essentially balloons, it, yes. Yeah. The, they made no sense. No one seemed to really care in the audience either.
0: No, so I do think that the, the, the like you were saying, like the marriage of um, a crypto enthusiast and the UAP space ripe for harvesting money. There's a Venn diagram there. And also, like, hilariously enough, right? Like, NFTs are cooling off. Um, Most recently, and I think I made this joke on Instagram, um, like, Madonna tried to sell. I think I mentioned this last episode because I just feel like this is a groundhog day with NFTs, but like, Madonna, uh, Beeple, like, all these people, like, it's the market's really cooling off, right? So, if you are buying these uh, one of a kind AI generated NFTs in order to see them as uh, part of your collection or part of your uh, financial portfolio, that could be problematic.
1: Yeah, you might be able. You might want to start a TV show with an NFT and then get that stolen.
0: <laughs> yeah, exactly. Like, that. and that's just one of the many, many things, right? Because I do feel like these aren't mature markets, and anytime there's not a mature market, it really does feel like the wild west for a long, long time, right? So. Yeah, and
1: and now with everything trending the way it is with inflation, cost of absolutely everything going up. Let's go, Brandon. Right? Yeah, I I don't think this will. Uh, I don't think this will take off. Like I said. I
0: like so part of me would love for it to take off just to, to be able to point to something and say, like, look, like people are clear interested in this. But we are we already have two of the stars. Yeah, how is Tom DeLong not involved in this? Yeah, or like an NFC. So hold on, let me just Google this because I haven't checked he's it. Gonna, he's Long. probably
1: upset he didn't think of it first. Tom DeLong. Probably having a board meeting screaming at people saying, Why didn't we not think about this?
0: Oh boy, this is awful. What? Uh here, let me let me send this to you in the chat, Angelo. This I'm not sure what this is. Did you look up the internet? I did. This seems to be part of a collection made by someone. Ah, This is awful. Moscovium 115.
1: This is horrifying. What's What's up with his lip?
0: Uh, yeah, I don't know. This is, <laughs> he looks like he has a hairline lip, right? So, this person, ha- uh, so Moscovian 115, has made the Lazar 49 collection.
1: Um, okay, so Tom DeLong looks really surprised in this video. So, if you take a look at this, uh, oh, your favorite. J. J-, J- Kla-
0: Allen, yeah, J.
1: Allen Hynex there. No, I was going to say F-
0: Philip J. Class, right? Wow. What are these? This is awful. David
1: Icke is there. Why would you do that? The Jacques Valet one is great. This is this is like this is just is there anybody we know here? Billy Myers, there, these are great. Are they Barney Hill? Hill, Dr. Stephen Greer? Oh, did you see the Louis Elizondo one? I know this is not funny for anybody, but please follow along on the website with us. Stan Romanek's there, you know, pedophile and UFO uh experiencer.
0: This is not
1: did, yeah, Jeremy Corbell's there.
0: Oh, boy. So this is all on the Solana platform. This is in Ethereum, right? So if you want to buy things... So hold on. Solana worth.
1: I think my computer be. is being sad just looking at this stuff. So what is
0: Solana worth right now? Let's take a look.
1: So this is live, folks. We, we had not come across this until Brian Googled NFTs and Tom DeLong. So
0: uh, Solana is $32. So if you want to buy... um. Any of these really, it's like 20 bucks.
1: It's worth it, Brian. You gonna buy one? I'd say buy the you didn't want to buy me Dark Souls. Which one would you buy me? Just for fun, I'd probably buy you the Jeremy Corbell one.
0: <laughs> <laughs> uh. So Jeremy Corbell, how much is that? Let's take a look. Jeremy Corbell is 0.5 Solana. So about 16 bucks. Art Bell is one Solana, so that's 32. A, I didn't see the Art Bell one. It's the
1: last one. Oh well, then that's the one I'd buy you.
0: So the funny thing here is that one of each has been minted. So I assume Moscovium 115 has minted one of each for these. Moscovian sounds, sounds Russian. Also, this is the very confusing part. So there's a Lazar 49, but there's only 42 listed. So where are the other seven? Have they been sold? I,
1: I don't know. This does not seem on the up and up.
0: Someone bought an Eric von Daniken at the end of 2021. 20, uh, this is so weird and strange but also not surprising at all right
1: the robert bigelow one looks uh pretty good Richard, there's a richard Doty too i didn't see some of these i didn't see before
0: oh uh, yeah this is uh this is wild
1: yeah the the wild west of the internet brian
0: uh, you welcome. heard here first folks yeah exactly Whew, this is uh
1: do we have an affiliate link to this brian to these
0: no i would never do that to to the people who listen to us because i actually like them okay good this is insane though. I mean, this is okay. Fine. Fine. There's art, but the idea of having to spend money on, on these things, um, I'm really sad. I'm really, really sad.
1: I'd rather buy you a a copy of dark souls.
0: I would gladly take a copy of dark souls over NFTs of, um, a lot of questionable people. Like let's be honest here, right? Some of them are good people though. Anti-Semitic people. Uh, Yeah. There are some other very questionable ones too, but that's, Neither here nor there. Also, like, how could you? How would you want to not buy Barney if you get Betty, right? No, that that should be a couple deal. Exactly, it should come as uh, two NFTs for the price of zero. Like, give
1: it to me for zero. dollars. $0. Are there the two Stevens? Well, there's Steven Greer, and those, where's the other one? There's no Bassett. Ah, oh, that's disappointing. There's a Stan Romanek, but no Steve Bassett. There is a Whitley Streber, though. All right. Well, look, everybody could go over there on their own. We're going to put the link, the dirty, dirty link. We're going to put it in our show notes. I if apologize. you want to click on it, make sure not to subscribe when the pop up comes up.
0: Yeah. Don't, don't hear more about this.
1: No. no.
0: We're, and we're sorry that we're sending this to the site, but we're just, we're curious. Richard Doty's on here. I didn't even realize that. Yeah. Oh, I saw him. Billy Meyer, just all, all of the disastrous people from Ufology, Angelo. There's
1: some good ones. There's Stan Freeman.
0: Yes. <laughs> Anyways, I don't want to dwell on this too much. All of that to say, what like yeah what that that is so really this is
1: this so this is a new field uap nfts ufo nfts paranormal nfts anybody have a wish of an nft they'd like to see and i'm sure there a are a a paranormal cryptid
0: nfts thing. too if i google this
1: oh yeah i'm sure there's a chupacabra oh, yeah. Yeah, yeah. yeah
0: there's there's cryptids nft yeah mothman mega merch is here Uh, they've made 10,000 cryptids and 14,000 Mothman, 1400 Mothman. But it's interesting because they haven't, um, tweeted anything else since the end of March. How's that? Yeah. I mean, look,
1: I, you know what I said, I was watching the F1 race today and there's a, there's a huge crypto.com banner and the Miami, and the Miami race was the crypto.com Miami Grand Prix. So,
0: and then of course there's like a thousand different coins, right? So the, uh, the, the cryptids, um,
1: crypto crypted though come on that sells itself i know itself.
0: i know so this is hilarious though so out of 10,000 that they've uh, uh are are planning to sell there's only 33 minted angelo it's pretty sad and if you want to buy one you can go ahead and buy one um for about 23 bucks usd no i'd rather buy you i'd rather buy you dark souls i would love to know who's own like i can we can check out who's owning these but i just i don't really care that's the whole problem i don't care angelo Thanks, coinmarketcap.com. Also, very interesting because uh, they're now listing almost like uh, 20,000 uh, different cryptocurrencies out there.
1: Yeah, this is not going where they thought it was going to go. No. I mean, is it fun? And
0: like I've mentioned on the past, like I own uh, like a couple hundred bucks in crypto just for fun, just to see where it's going. Like you I have the doggy ones, right? I have a couple of doggies, yeah. I have uh, the big ones. I have Bitcoin, Ethereum, a bit of Tether. Um, but yeah, I just, I'm very curious to see where this is going to go because most of this has been uh, dipping quite bad. No, no good. It is no good. Angelo, you know what time uh, it is. You know what part of the show this is. So I'm going to give the floor to you. And I want oh, you to we're take gonna, a second.
1: You're going to be at double underscore density on uh, on the Twitters, right? That's, That's right. Double the, underscore, the yeah. And I'm at Angelo Furon And you're at, what are you at? Brian, I'm at Brian something? Hastie. Brian Hasty. Yeah. Brian Hasty. It's not the year. The Brian uh, Hasty Montreal one is the... Uh, Instagram, yeah.
0: Brian Hasty. yeah. And then, of course... The website? Uh, double dot density. No,
1: double, double density. dot Net. density. Interesting. <laughs>
0: yeah. Wow. Okay. So uh, but, we now have to go out there and buy double dot density yeah, in order is, so, to make sure <laughs> that no one poaches us. Yeah. No, it's double density.net, not.com. We don't have that one. And then uh double density podcast over at Instagram. If you want to see the weird NFTs that I've uh or rather sorry, the weird AI art that I
1: would turn into NFTs if I were yeah Because heart. the the we can't we're not gonna put the the NFT images on our on our Instagram that would be stealing NFTs. So Angelo, do you know how much it costs to mint an NFT? I really have no idea how it works. Like I know what they are. I can explain what they are, but I don't know what it would take to create an NFT.
0: Okay. So that maybe, maybe like I know giving you homework is like the worst thing I could ever do. So it's not going to happen.
1: No, no, no. But just tell me, why don't you just tell me what movie you want to see?
0: (laughs) Oh, you're doing the movie phone there. Yeah. Uh, Yeah.
1: Anybody get the reference? Come on! Now that's like a thirty-year-old reference. Now, isn't that sad? Well, hey, it's on Netflix now, right? It's is Seinfeld on Netflix? Absolutely. Is that here or in the U.S.? No, here. Here, oh, okay. It switched over from Crave. And they and then Crave or uh, HBO in the U.S. got. They sure did. They're not part of the NBC Thursday lineup. You know what? This has been it for episode 191 of the Double NC.
0: I'm going to shut this down before you degenerate even further. 191.
1: Just... It's the same episode backwards and
0: forwards. It's a palindrome episode. The March to 200 is here, right? So we have to think of something special to do for episode 200. Episode 100, I faked my disappearance all those years ago. Uh, Not a great piece <laughs> of radio drama. I'd like to do better for episode 200. So you and I will probably sit down and figure things out, right? Yeah. Maybe do a live episode. I would uh where, here on Zoom, have people join in?
1: No, 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 like just me and you in person.
0: Oh, but like like uh in front of a brick wall, like a stand-up set.
1: Yeah, in my backyard again with fireplace. But we'd have the green screen. Yeah, although that'll be nine episodes from now it'll be like the fall. So no, that's not gonna happen.
0: Not necessarily. I wanted to discuss this maybe later, but maybe we'll do a couple of weeklies, given that it's summer. I have oh, yeah, more true. time. So uh, we, did, we did weekly last summer for, for almost the entirety of the summer. I quite enjoyed oh, that, yeah. actually. Yeah, it's So fun. something to look into. Um, but before that, we'll have to end this episode. So uh, once again, thank you, everyone, for listening. And uh, yeah, tune in to episode 182, the next episode. Where Love Angela... Dark
1: Soul of Double Densities.
0: Actually explains NFTs to us. Great. See you around.
1: See ya. How do I stop?